0: On July 15th, 2020, the Boston Globe published an article by Robert P. George and Cornell West. The headline reads, To unite the country, we need honesty and courage. Professors George and West are with us today to share this message and to renew their call. I encourage you to join us in reflecting on how we might practice greater honesty and courage in our own lives, that together we might meet the task before us. I'm Robert George, director of the James Madison Program in American Ideals and Institutions at Princeton University. And I'm here with my dear friend, brother, and teaching partner, Professor Cornell West of Harvard. If we can intrude on your time for just a few minutes, we'd like to share some thoughts with you, our fellow citizens. We sincerely believe that
1: honesty and courage alone can save our wounded, disunited country now.
0: We need the honesty and courage to speak the truth, including painful truths, truths that unsettle not only our foes, but also our friends and ourselves.
1: We need the honesty and courage to honor the contributions of the great men and women who have come before us, those who articulated and defended true principles of justice and the common good, who built or helped. To preserve worthy institutions and
0: model important virtues, and we need the honesty and courage to recognize the faults and flaws and failings of even the greatest of our heroes, and to acknowledge our own faults and flaws and failings.
1: We need the honesty and courage to recognize progress, for the ideal of equal justice and movement, for the common good that our civilization and nation have made, and the blows against injustice, oppression, and tyranny we as the people have struck, sometimes at incalculable cost
0: of blood and treasure. We need the honesty and courage to recognize the blights on our history, the grave wrongs that have been done, reflecting the failure of our leaders and institutions and our own failures to honor our principles of liberty and justice for all. We need the
1: honesty and courage to express dissent. To say, no, I will not go along. When conscience tells us that our own ideological or political tribe has gone astray or gone too far, or become fanatical and blind to integrity and the dignity of all.
0: And we need the honesty and courage to stand up to stand alone if necessary, to speak the truth as God gives us to see the truth to the politically, economically and culturally powerful as well as to the relatively powerless. We need the honesty and courage to think first of the weak,
1: the poor, the vulnerable and the impact on them for good or ill of our own actions, the actions of institutions, either economic, social, educational, or philanthropic, in which we play a role, and the action of government at all levels. This will not generate unanimity as to what policies are best. Reasonable people of goodwill will often disagree. But this can, and we believe must, be a starting point at which there is common ground.
0: We need the honesty and courage not to compromise our beliefs or go silent about them out of a desire to be accepted or out of fear of being ostracized or excluded or canceled.
1: We need the honesty and courage to consider with an open mind and heart points of view that challenge our beliefs even our deepest, most cherished identity-forming beliefs. We need the intellectual humility to recognize our own fallibility, and that too requires
0: honesty and courage. And we need the honesty and courage to acknowledge that there are reasonable people of goodwill who do not share even some of our most cherished our deepest beliefs. This is true for Christians, such as Brother Cornell and myself, and members of other traditions of faith, as well as for religious skeptics and unbelievers. It's true for conservatives, as well as for progressives. It's true for libertarians and for socialists. We need the honesty and courage
1: to treat decent and honest people with whom we disagree even on the most consequential questions to treat them as partners in truth seeking and fellow citizens of our republican order not as enemies to be destroyed and we must always respect and protect their human rights and civil liberties
0: and we need honesty and courage to be willing to change our beliefs and stances if evidence reason And compelling argument persuade us that they are in need of revision, even at the cost of alienating us from communities in which we are comfortable, communities on which we rely for personal affirmation and support.
1: We need the honesty and courage to love in the highest and best sense, to wield the good of the other for the sake of the other, to treat even our adversaries as precious members of the human family. We need the honesty and courage to resist the hatred, the spirit of hatred that the zeal, even for good causes, can induce in we frail, fallen, fallible human beings, and that corrupts the human soul and leaves inexorably to spiritual emptiness and to tyranny, even among those who began as sincere advocates of freedom and justice.
0: President Trump and Vice President Biden, we wish to close with words directed to you. We hope you'll consider our plea, though both of us from our different vantage points have been critical of both of you. You must hold yourselves to higher standards. We plead with you to exemplify the honesty and courage that all of us must embody. If we are to reunite this nation and rebuild civic friendship, what Lincoln called the bonds of affection, without which no Republican democracy can long endure. Where you have failed or fallen short, as we all fail and fall short, Strive, with God's help, to do better. Remember that victories can be pyrrhic, destroying the very thing for which the combatants struggle. When that thing is our precious American experiment in ordered liberty and Republican democracy, its destruction would be a tragedy beyond all powers of human reckoning.
1: My dear brother Robbie and I, in this cry from the depths of our heart, believe that honesty and courage could finally give this nation under God the blessing for which Harriet Tubman struggled and sacrificed and Abraham Lincoln prayed and acted, a new birth of freedom. To our leaders and to all of our precious fellow citizens, We say as two dear brothers and friends, let us rededicate ourselves to these virtues and let us not fail in fidelity to them.
0: Fellow citizens, we can do this. Reach out to each other. Build relationships of mutual respect and esteem across the lines of difference. Let's work together where we agree and conduct ourselves honorably toward each other when we disagree. Speaking for myself and my dear brother Cornell, please join us.